Welcome to another One Mind Radio podcast, One Mind World Radio podcast. It's your boy, Quell the Music. And it's your girl, Isha E. And we are here again with another episode. So, as you all know, it is a Healthy Relationship Tuesday, where we'll be talking about health and sometimes about relationship matters. Um, so, I hope you guys are prepared for today's topics. Uh, we're excited to talk about it. What you got for me? Oh, definitely. First, I want to start off by saying, guys, I appreciate y'all waiting mm-hmm. out for mm-hmm. us in these episodes. Me and Quirrell just got um some extractions in our mouth. So mm-hmm. I got three, he got one. So mm-hmm. he had to take a little break. Face was swollen, mouth was hurting. Mm-hmm. Still was trying to eat while all that was going on. So it was very hard to, you know, do the podcast. Cool, like to joke around. So, guys. Yeah. Hey. Henceforth, we we got the the health days where we talk about your health. Your your mouth is very important. Don't forget yeah, that part. Exactly. <laughs> Don't forget that part. Yeah, the habits that create that type of stuff. So we'll <laughs> we'll get into all that as well. But um, thank you guys again, like like you said for for you know looking Being out for our episodes. Yes, we got our little small crowd, but we're excited about it. You know, we're gonna keep pushing the content and growing our community and. Um, you'll see where we take one mind world. Definitely, definitely. So we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We're gonna start off with a good topic today. Mm-hmm. So, um, this happened a while back, but I wanted to talk about how Ti was open about speaking about his daughter, uh, his going to the doctor or the gynecologist. Um, with his daughter to see if her hymen has been broken. Oh no, you didn't. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, she was distraught about that. She was very upset because, yeah, she said that, you know, uh, her... He said, you know, when he went on the round red table with, um, I believe it's Will, uh, Jada, Jada Smith, or Jada Pinkett Smith, um, and, you know, he said, I will say, as of her 18th birthday, her hymen is still intact, hey, bro, he said, and, um, you know, there was like, well, you know, the hymen can be broken many ways it can be broken from you riding a bike it can be right yeah. you know it can it can be broken in so many ways and uh you know, he, as you mentioned that i know a girl who actually lost hers to a bike yep yeah uh, we thought it was so funny but like she lost her hymen to a, a bike mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you know um they, you know, the doctor was letting him know, you know, you can't base it off of just sex or anything of that nature. You know, it can bike riding, all these different things. And he says, uh, well, uh, can you just, he told the, 
the gynecologist just check her high make sure I ride no bike she don't do this she don't exercise she don't do none of that just give me my results expeditiously in front of the, the you know the gynecologist and I mean she was distraught she broke out crying she was upset she said her relationship with her dad would never be the same after that so my question to you Quell, because you know we got a a preteen you know Siona well what do you think about that do you think that was you know appropriate especially to put it out there in public like that tip tip my dude you know what I mean like I think he's cool, but mm-hmm. I understand. I understand where he coming from as a father, and at one point I did feel like that. But I've dealt. I've been the guy. Like I'm not, you know, saying I was just just bad like situation. But you know, we all been kids before. He know how it goes. I've been the guy that actually, you know, knew how the parent was of that other person. Like that that had the dad like that or the mom that was invasive like that and um let me tell you something all they do is shut you out at that i'm mean, at that point all you're doing is pushing them further and further away and and you're showing them that you know like you're unconsciously telling them that you feel as though they are incapable of valuing themselves so you have to uh cater to their values you know, it, it makes them feel like, of course, you don't trust them. And by that being the case, it makes them feel like maybe they shouldn't be trusted. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe there's something that you're protecting that, you know, they're incapable of doing themselves. And that all their lives, I mean, I'm surprised it's still in time. And it, it possibly could be just wasn't done right or oh, no, whatever. You, you know, that is possible too. Or, you know, it doesn't always happen that way. Who knows, like the, like the gynecologist says. So for him, I think um, as a father man, that was a little, that was a little, now I ain't gonna say a little, that, that was very invasive. Um, Cause I just know that, you know, you got a daughter, of course, a beautiful daughter and things of that nature. You want to protect her from the world of these knuckleheads. I get it, but as one of those guys that, you know, been with females that had people like tip they're just they find creative ways to get around you man and trust me that's not what you want and again like she said the relationship gets dismantled in the process too definitely but you know i, I want to ask it kind of make it hard don't you think you know especially pretty sure everybody's on seeing tip daughter you know she got the curves and the bomb with you know the breast side and everything i mean you know sana you know okay, she gonna be a tall you know she, she gonna be a little pretty little thing you know because i never is going to get in a relationship with any <laughs> man woman nothing she's gonna just be side and side nah, gonna be that... inhuman you know what i mean like, uh, <laughs> a godly version the world has not seen yet <laughs> um, yeah, it's scary to even think about. She but, gonna pow, you know, and the guys gonna be like, "Ooh, hey, hey. you know, you gonna be, you know, hey. be in the public eye too." I'm just saying, low, you no, know, she gonna be looking good. Distract. So you know. The- Got- <laughs> low the strap. No, but um. Uh, 
No, I get that. I <laughs> trust me. I've been <laughs> contemplating this day since she was born, and I found out it was a girl. I was oh lord, oh. But you know, I just enjoyed enjoyed my baby as long as I could, you know. But you have to respect them. One thing I learned from my mother that worked well with my sister. One thing I tell you what, my sister. Uh, was not out there like that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you that, and it wasn't like, oh, she's not attractive, or oh, she didn't have options. Or, oh, believe me, she had options, she had opportunities. But my sister was very discreet and protective of, uh, you know, her value. And and I seen the way that you know um, my mom raised us was like she, it created some kind of psychological. I don't know if you want to call it a trick, but it, it created like some kind of warp where, you know, you just feel the trust in some sense. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then it gives you like a sense of responsibility. I don't know if it was just because of our DNA setup, but mm-hmm. I think we all felt the sense of responsibility. I mean, we all did very well. No kids in high school. Um, and like everyone was pretty much, you know, virgined up until you know the end of high school days almost you know so it's like i again she created that and i i feel the same thing with Sai. like if i felt that way and my sister was able to go you know and and just you know get like it was great for a female Mm -hmm. um then i feel like that's a huge thing that trust like letting them know the importance of protecting themselves and you know not allowing themselves to be distracted with that type of stuff but also letting them know that you trust that you taught them well Mm -hmm. and you know you want them to feel that so they'll feel some sort of like responsibility when someone approaches them outside of what they've been taught it's gonna be like well my dad you know he he really he really trusts me like we talked about this already and, mm-hmm. you know he's trusting me giving me this freedom to mm-hmm. you know I, I don't want to ruin that relationship with my dad it's, it's cool definitely I definitely agree I mean I think it's healthy to you know give the kids a little space um you know speak to them that's one thing we have to do as parents too don't feel like because you're the parent you know certain things you shouldn't talk to your children about especially at a certain age because what we gotta understand is they're gonna come across it regardless and you just wanna be ahead of the wave because they're gonna know about sex and and, and this day and age they're gonna know about it very early exactly they're gonna know about sex especially you know around this time well probably that time we need yeah, to break that yeah, yeah. conversation don't, don't to say I've been sitting here thinking about it now that's why I just did that our baby girl's gonna be twelve, y'all. So you Lord, know he. We gotta have the conversation. You know he he has been having a breakdown about that, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, yeah, definitely, guys. Though, uh, but back to what we were talking about, you know, we you, we have to as parents have these talks with our children. I know it seems uncomfortable to our baby. You know, they came out of us and we're like, oh my gosh, you were just Google Gaga in the other day, and now you like grown where i can talk to you about sex oh my gosh you know that's what i had to do to get you here but it's healthy you know because you can control the narrative especially if you're the one you know and and they feel when you're it's coming from you they 
take the information in a little better or actually they do take it in better because they're familiar with you and the fact that you're open up about that a lot of kids they'll they'll be surprised they're like oh, my parents is telling me about this like, you know th- some of them might be like oh all right all right all right but you know they they're open and they respect that we are having that relationship that you know that relationship with them that closeness that openness transparency with them letting them know look this is what it is you know be careful of this you know breaking it down to them they appreciate that so um one thing I want to say that I am proud of um Deja Harris is that um, she is a very bright girl and even after that whole thing she decides to make her platform uh you know uh, talk about mental health on her platform so that is very bold and very you know just at her age i mean she's 19 most people don't think you know 19 year olds would uh be doing things like this um where it's you know being of help to others and and she's very considerate of others so she has her youtube channel where she's talking about mental health she has her part one on her instagram page she has a long um psych i I don't know if you want to call it a book but it's really like a long like essay or so but she's basically you know hitting on key points for teachers better relationship for teachers and her students for parents and their child um you know relationships she's hitting on a lot of things um when it comes to mental health and just having a better relationship with their uh partner whoever that may be um, and I, I think it's it's wonderful. I think she's doing a good job. I encourage her to keep going. I mean, that's what's up. I, I you wow. know, I, that that type of stuff makes me smile. Congratulations to her. Definitely. Yeah, that that's that's awesome. So, you know, it's it's just a beautiful thing, guys. I love to see that um, that you know she didn't take the mental health that she had before because she stated she was dealing with bullying from 11 and um she had suicidal thoughts and things of that nature so she you know she said she had it rough as well and she know how um it that mental health is a whole nother thing guys we're gonna talk about that but you know it's very important a lot of people don't understand how important mental health is and she decided that you know i've been through this and i want to use my platform to talk about it which is amazing that's awesome so uh we would you know give a round of applause to to deja deja harris go ahead all right so that's pretty much what we had to talk about today for well at least for my topic to talk about today with uh, Deja Harris, you know, talk about how tip that that was a little invasive. But I do want to come out and say too as well. I didn't mention this, which I should. 
uh, he did come back and apologize because he, yes, he did apologize to her. And um, he, you know, after he got all that backlash, because, you know, people was getting down on him about it. So he did apologize to her and, um, you know, she she took it as well. But she was just like, it's still kind of, you know, once they have you. Yeah, the damage is done. The damage, I mean, all that you can do is, you know, move on from it and. You know, trying to heal over time, but yeah, man, it yeah, it's like going too far sometimes. Uh, you can't come back um, from that. You, you know, you can hope to move away from it and focus on something else, but you know, it can't be undone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, I, I was proud of him about that as well because that's something that you know, again, as parents. A lot of parents don't do. My parent, um, like my mom, she won't, if she knows she did something wrong, she won't really apologize. Well, as, as a kid, as I was growing up, she really didn't do much apologizing like that. What she did instead was uh, just did a nice gesture. If we'll, you know, go to the store, show, buy a nice treat, or, you know, get me some, you know, a nice outfit or something you know just to kind of make up for it yeah i think <laughs> i think that's a part of that mental health um situation you know the you gotta understand like uh, like you said at one point we have to be patient with our culture yes. because we gotta understand we've been our, our ancestors have passed down through the dna the trauma and the build that like even psychologically feels normal uh to our parents and their parents Mm -hmm. you know so we we have to be patient with the process you know Mm -hmm. the the unraveling is what i call it you know because again my mother was the same way never i I mean i don't recall a time in my life Mm -hmm. hearing my mom says she's sorry (laughs) like oh boy i'd have been thinking like what where's my mom Mm -hmm. you know she did like your mom she pretty much just because they always you know feel like you know i did what i did for a reason but if they went too far there isn't going to be an apology it's just going to be like a you know hey you want your favorite snack i got you know you know like something Mm -hmm. nice exactly yeah so and, and that's another thing too guys be, it's, it's okay to apologize to your kids. We I, I do it a lot, you know. Yeah, we, we let them know. Like I tell my daughter, I say, listen, if I tell you to uh, do something, because yesterday, uh, my baby, our baby boy, uh, he did something. Oh, he took his sock off of his hand. And we're trying to get him from stop sucking his finger. So you know, um, dad was talking to him about it. He was like, no, 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 no. You know, gave him a little tap on his hand, but uh, my daughter was saying, Mommy, I don't like when my brother cry. And I was like, I know, but listen, it is very important for you guys to listen to us sometimes. We may not know every single thing in the world. However, we know more than you do at this moment. And we are trying to keep you safe. So just because you see you know we did a little pop on his hand for him taking off that sock that might seem small to you right but imagine if one day you're watching the tablet or you're dancing you're playing you're coloring whatever jai is doing something jt is doing something and everybody's in their corner just handling business dad's working i'm working we're doing something and 
Terry Baird decides to put his finger in the circuit. She's like, he can get shock or something. And I was like, exactly. So we have to instill in him now to listen to us no matter what, because that may seem small to you, but it can become a bigger problem because he can really hurt himself. Really, really hurt himself. So he needs to listen to us now from even small things. Okay. And she's like, I understand. So, you know, it, it, when you talk to these kids and you let them know, you open with them and you kind of, you know, not just, oh, because I'm the parent, you listen to me. No, sometimes you you break it down to the kids. You let them know they grasp the information a little bit more, and they're like, "Okay, I get it now. I get it. That's yeah, that's important. You need to listen. Yeah. So, I don't healthy. want him to die. It's healthy because they take that with them. Know mm-hmm. it or not, they take that with them when they leave from under you. Um, you know, I know a pastor um, who has done very well with. I mean, I think he has like six or seven kids. He's done very well with his children. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, he's a dad, of course, has a lot of girls, has some boys too. But, you know, I watched, you know, he's been a neighbor. His father's been a neighbor to my grandparents um, very long time. And, um, you know, he grew up with my mom and, them and, you know, things of that nature. So we're like, we all know each other like family. So to to know how his daughters are like especially his oldest one she's gone through college getting her education she's married now um she's always been a a, you know a really good girl you Mm -hmm. know like going to church she's she's solid play Mm -hmm. basketball she stayed busy um just no no broken broken holes in there Mm -hmm. so like you know you build that trust and they keep it with them you Mm -hmm. know and she gets you she was able to drive around, go places, talk to guys. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm sure he had those conversations to let her know, hey, this is what you're going to be up against. Understand this, understand that. You make your choices. But, you know, she understands her value and, and that was important. Mm-hmm. And I know he's very proud. So, yeah, it's important to let these kids know. Definitely. And, um, yeah, so the uh, as far as apologizing... Make sure you apologize because there's things that we're still learning as parents. <laughs> Don't be too prideful to say you've been learning because you're learning every day. So, um, you know, and, and let the kids know because I tell my daughter as well with that. I say even if you see that we tell you something and mommy and daddy might not be doing what they say they tell you sometimes. Sometimes they do and sometimes they're, you know, they haven't done it or they're not doing it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it and I know it's it sounds crazy but that's just mommy and daddy that's something that mommy and daddy has to work on regardless it needs to be done baby you know because that's just what it is like I was explaining um the you know commandments to her and I was like listen the bible says not to lie right she's like yeah I said okay but you may hear us say a lie that, or say something that's not true sometimes, right? You're looking like, is that? I don't think that's true. That's something that we just have to work on. We have to tell the truth. Regardless, that's what it is. That's something we have to work on. But we're, when we're telling you this, 
you're supposed to do it as well okay now that was just an example guys because we we make sure we we we're truthful around here we don't tell lies you know so don't don't be saying you know we out here just telling our kids to tell the truth and we be lying that was just an example okay <laughs> now, a lot of um, parents too that you gotta be better than me what you talking about don't worry about me <laughs> so yeah but that's the gist of that <laughs> so Quill, what you got for us today well 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 my relationship matter goes into the uh the parents bedroom it goes into you know the office of um not necessarily parents but just adults who have partners you mm-hmm. know we're talking about partnership today mm-hmm. um there's an article from bustle.com they have some great articles one written by uh marissa higgins mm-hmm. shout out to marissa higgins great article that i'm going to be um coming from it's some interesting topics i mean starting out when we're talking about a relationship you know partner wise and things of that nature mm-hmm. um it's been said by the psychology world mm-hmm. you know uh that being dismissive of your partner is a way of causing hostility so we're talking about being dismissive um and it was said that it can cause hostility and i you know i believe that um you know that's that's huge in a relationship but the article actually goes on to say um that a lot of people don't really understand that because like i said this this goes into programming and um so i really don't feel any type of way when most people you know say like oh yeah i'm fine you know uh, for example i don't have any uh mental issues i don't deal with any trauma i'm you know <laughs> i'm great uh, i don't have any relationship problems my dad and mom was there and i'm fine but if you don't know what that is you don't know what signs of it is it becomes normalcy and that's where it becomes a problem that just continues to be passed down mm-hmm. so with this in relationship matters uh, a lot of people don't even realize they're dismissive to their partners mm-hmm. so here um one they actually said that you know the fact that it can cause hostility mm-hmm. you would think that some people are deliberately doing this to stir up some but actually it's it's actually been done unconsciously and with good motives behind it i mean for mm-hmm. one most people you know don't know that you're being dismissive when you tell your partner to just like maybe not these exact words but in a sense just get over it like it's you know mm-hmm. it's not a big deal mm-hmm. you know on the regular it's it has been seen in the psychology world as being dismissive mm-hmm. um it's pretty much um as it says in the article this is a, a pretty big offender mm-hmm. and what's so wrong with you know he said well what's so wrong with with telling your loved one to just get over something and it says in an article while you may intend it to be encouraging and you intend it to be hopeful it can come across to your partner like you simply just don't want to hear what they have to say and this message can make people feel like you aren't taking their emotions seriously or you aren't willing to hear the full extent of what's on their mind and communication is key in relationships, of course, including the hard and stressful things. 
What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I agree. Um, because when you're in a relationship, um, you want to be open with each other. You want to be able to talk, you know? I mean, that's the person that you, that's your better half. That's mm-hmm. your, you know, that, that person is you now <laughs> becomes you. So you want to be able to talk about anything that you're dealing with with that person so if you know that person's telling you something that's bothering them and you're like you're just being too emotional Mm. it's not that serious Mm. like that doesn't feel good i'm just gonna let you know i would have been like uh yeah uh -uh, uh -uh, uh -uh." yeah Yeah. (laughs) and and that's something that you know like i think most people have to learn is that you know uh, especially when you you come up with a uh, that kind of upbringing where it's just mm-hmm. like, boy, quit all that crying, you know, toughen up, yeah, stick your chest out, acting like a little girl, you know. It's just <laughs> like you know, you like, all right, I'm overreacting, mm-hmm. you know, I shouldn't, you know. Sometimes it's healthy, like for one, um, uh, Jamal Murray um, from the Denver Nuggets, you know, uh, a Canadian basketball player who played for the Denver Nuggets, young guy, he um, had an explosive game, right, mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Explosive game. I mean, just unstoppable game against the Utah Jazz. He scored 50 points. And after the game, he had a really emotional breakdown. And um, he, he could hardly do the interview. He couldn't catch his breath. He was just overwhelmed with emotions. And uh, it's like he was trying to hold it in, trying to bottle it in. He was humped over as they were sticking the mic near his head, trying to get him to talk. And he, he, it was hard for him to speak. He really didn't have much to say, except for uh, that game. He's taking the emotional roller coaster of what's going on in society with, you know, um, Floyd. What's going on with Breonna Taylor? Um, things of that nature and kind of just carried it like you know what i'm gonna like it's a symbol to keep fighting to keep pushing for change Mm -hmm. and he took it and and put down 50 points and it it was really emotional he he did a little crying on his way to the locker um it's huge and Mm -hmm. he deserves like to be able to show that though you mean that that was showed to millions of people Mm -hmm. on tv um that might not have been his intention but he needs to know that, you know, that's healthy. It's, it's like, I mean, it's overwhelming. You took something and uh, injustice and you carried it through your through what you do. You push through. Right. You know, so to be able to show that kind of emotion is, is very important for guys to understand, too. Exactly. Very important because um, especially for the culture, um, <clears throat> the indigenous people, um, like Quo was saying, you know, as, as boys, if you're crying, you know, most of them were told, boy, toughen up. Stop all that crying. Cry like a little girl. Like a sissy. You know, and it's, it, it in a sense, it makes the little boy feel like, well, crying makes me look weak. But it's actually healthy. It's therapeutic. Um, so it's, it's really good for you um, to show your emotions, especially in relationship, guys. Mm-hmm. It's your woman. Right. She's the softer vessel. It's okay. You can be soft with her. 
So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, for tough. No, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's a tough thing. I mean, it just, I, I guess it appears that way. It's just really a training, like, a, you know, DNA maybe, habitual. <laughs> so I can't really say, oh, you're trying to be a tough guy. I mean, I, I guess that's what you see as trying to be tough, but it's just really programming. Like, I'm just doing what I know. And um, for a lot of guys, it's that are programmed that way or set up that way, it feels like a trap to to say, like, let me in. <laughs> let me in. I'm going to take care of your little heart. Like, you know, you know what I mean? It feels so seductive. Like, you know, like, it's so seductive. It's, it's, and we know that it's 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 a program. It really, to tell you the truth, because like I was saying before, um, if it it's, has been instilled as a kid, I mean, you can imagine twenty five to thirty years of that programming, and you're trying to change. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, so, yeah, most of the times, our men, you know, t- listen with the environment and and all of that they grew up in is like literally they they have uh built assassins and i'm not just you know i'm not not talking down on all people but i'm just stating facts because of the environment we had to deal like some men literally like meat mills was saying and if you listen to these rappers they talk about it as well a lot of them dealt with uh, PTSD, post-traumatic stress, stress syndrome, um, where... Disorder. Oh, sorry. Disorder. Yes. Guys, apologize about that. But yeah, you know what I mean. So, <laughs> you know, a lot of them dealt with that, though, because like he said, he's like, you know, I, uh, every day I see murder, murder, you know, people on the street dead because he see murder. So he had to put himself in that state of mind like shoot i gotta get myself like you know i gotta get myself i gotta prepare myself i gotta and i'm pretty sure that was that was stressful guys i mean to see that every single day imagine if you was in that in that place in a in a place like that where constantly you wake up you see a body on the side of the street dead with gunshot wounds in there you get what I'm saying? It, it's it's something that does something to you mentally. So with that being said, it it's not like the man probably don't want to be you know soft with his woman. He don't know how to. Yeah, he been he don't been know where to begin. To yeah, even, like, be susceptible that way to be vulnerable. Right. Way. You know he's been taught like listen, I, I can't show my emotions on my sleeve. I might killed. be dead. Exactly, it'll get you killed. So I gotta I gotta put myself in this state of mind if I want to survive out here mm-hmm. to be tough. You know, I gotta. Yeah, you can't trust everybody. So. So, uh, uh, but it's still okay to be soft. What you want? I guess so, guys. If you want success in your sleeping area. But uh, that's right. But a way number two that people could be unknowingly dismissive um, is that you know. For one, it's with good intent because you're trying to possibly maybe gain control of a situation before it possibly spirals out of control. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, every relationship that's been going on a while probably know about that. You know, you're just like, hey, you know what? Yeah, forget about it. You know, let's just 
just not talk about it, you know, mm-hmm. um, because you don't, you're already like, yeah, this is just something that we just not going to. And, and, you know, like the article says, it's similar to telling your partner to just get over it mm-hmm. when you do things like that, you know, telling them to just move on. Uh, let's not talk about it. Let's just, that's the end of it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Also comes across like you're being dismissive of their feelings. Mm-hmm. I mean, in reality, and uh, she says in the article, in my opinion, I feel like move on is advice usually given when someone wants to end an argument or a hard conversation. And uh, sure, you know, it's a it's a good mission to stop the fight or to quiet a fight before it escalates. But telling your partner to move on or that you don't want to talk about it from a legitimate relationship issue or concern that is you know that that it's only gonna you know make things worse down the road and resolving issues in a clear and honest way is important in the moment as well as later on so it's not enough to just you know unquote it's not enough to just say okay you know look um i get it sometimes we got to have a balance from what she's basically saying. And I agree that, you know, sometimes it's important to knock that thing before it even gets rolling, Mm -hmm. but we can't, you know, get so used to just pressing that button. Like it it becomes a habit. Just like, Oh, yep. Sounds like a touch subject where, you know, it's not a good time. And it's like, Oh, nope. Yep. Not a good time. Oh, nope. Yep. And at, at that point, you know, if you're, especially if you're doing it back and forth to each other, it's like, you're never really dealing with any tough, you're not having the tough conversation. You're not dealing with the um, difficult. You're avoiding it, thinking this will keep the peace, but it only, you know, it only bubbles up more and more frustration because when it comes back around, it's going to be worse than before. And if it's dismissed, it's going to be even worse and worse until it spills over. And these are the results of these horrible uh, domestic situations and these horrible breakups and unfortunate family breakups and divorces. Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> I I agree in a sense where like it's you know you don't want you try very very best to not be dismissive of your partner. Um, however, it is very healthy in some cases to just sometimes walk away especially when you don't it's not easy for you to just you know because for some people you know you might be talking to your partner and your partner is saying some real you know some things that's hitting hitting to the core and you like okay all right all right you know hold it down now you don't you don't, don't go don't go too far now you 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 at the the thin line where come on i'm trying to stay here with you but you're going a little too deep and that right there is 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 is, you know you're not doing it in a constructive way you're you're doing it in a degrading way for me you know so you're like okay well stop and that person is just keep going rambling at the mouth and just at that point it doesn't matter if you did it before or two times before three times before at that point regardless it's healthy for the person that feel like they're being broken down to say i'd rather not be 
in this conversation especially if they don't want it to escalate and they know they would add on to it being escalate to um escalate the problem then they should step away from the the conversation um, it doesn't matter how many times it happened I, I feel like i feel like you know again saying that it doesn't matter how many times it happens is again is it's, it's a bailout button it's just you know it's an it's a button where you can hit just escape and then just avoid if the like, other partner is not say, listening I, then but, what should that person do at I, that point well what i'm saying here ma'am thank you so very much for asking <laughs> and waiting for the answer is that you know when someone is dealing with a situation like that again like you said is healthy to um resolve that issue again if you're like well i'm dealing with a person that is radical or irrational there's no way that you know it can be resolved when it gets like that or such and such that's all that i can do to save peace well you have a choice to make and i'm not telling anybody you know what to do in their relationship all i'm saying is reality is what else is there i mean what are you gonna do if you're if you're unhappy with that okay if you're satisfied that i mean it's i'm not saying it's healthy but if it's working for you okay you don't fix what's not broken but all i'm saying is if you're unhappy with that that doesn't suffice for you that ongoing is just going to be miserable for you um then Obviously, you got to go to the drawing board and say, well, hey, if I feel like I'm unable to have this, it's like to resolve the issues in the moment ever, like it's always got to be later, something is not right. So what do we do? You just say, well, I got to, I got to, you know, look at the fact that, you know, maybe we need some help. Maybe we need some, you know, a a third party, a, a therapist, or maybe this is just not what I thought it was I mean people hate to come to that realization because you've jumped in and you figured just jumping in you'll figure it out along the way and you figured it out you figured out that it's not going to be figured out between you and that person so you have to make a choice I mean you have to decide what's important to you your peace of mind um, or sticking to your word or that you jumped into something and you're going to finish what you started like you have to decide what's more important to you because at the end of the day a healthy relationship you should be able to sometimes deal with it in the moment and sometimes deal with it later should never have to be escape 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 right so like i was saying before guys if you are dealing with an issue like that um and you haven't it's not every single time you're escaping, 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 like what Quell said. But there are times, it, there's a time for everything. I believe in that. And there are times, say your your partner is not um, being, uh, you know, they're not taking in what you're saying. And it seems like it's just not a good time to talk about it because especially say if, if that person's kicking a cat and you know, if that person's kicking a cat, say something, you know, that they just have been going, just something happening after another, you know, car broke down, something else happened, something else happened, something else happened. Right. And 
you know, you decide you didn't know or you felt like, hey, okay, this is probably a good time to talk about a sensitive subject. That sensitive, su- sensitive subject might just have been the peak of that person's day and you decide to bring it up made it 10 times worse to talk about. So that person is not uh, receiving that, is not receptive and not receiving that, um, you know, conversation not hearing nothing you're saying basically because of them them kicking the cat so at that moment you know if they kick the cat of course they're going to uh say some things that might not be so pleasing to you and you might feel some type of way about it so you're just like okay I obviously see that that this might not be the right time so I'll pick a different time to talk about this later you know what I'm saying it's okay I feel like that is healthy more healthy than actually trying to push through the conversation because believe it or not um I was that type of person where I would push through the conversation. I'm like, no, we got to get a clarity. We got some, we got to get some clarity because the well, Lord said, get understanding. Well, you're <laughs> so, not, you, you weren't know? like, don't, you know, you weren't wrong for that mentality. It's just, that's what people don't understand. And, and, you know, it's fair, it's fair to say it's a common thing. So it's not nothing to get specifically all frustrated with a particular individual about It's It's pretty common that people don't grasp the gist of um like make like you get what i'm saying like you have people that were just three feet away from striking gold and just turn and go a completely different route and didn't know if they just kept going the way they were going gold was right there and that's normal in our society unfortunately uh where people like you have the right mentality you know like get understanding is yeah definitely a good common denominator to have as far as the, the mentality you know like uh get an understanding but what you needed to change was how you got the understanding okay it wasn't the push through it was how you're doing that like you if you're going to like i feel like under like when you're in a situation where you're like okay things are tense but they always seem to get like this when we talk about this particular subject it's the notion of, okay, the only way to get change is to address a similar situation differently. Because it's going to, you know, the same things are going to appear in your life. The same fears, the uh, they're, they're going to come back trying to become a, a, a part of your circle again. They're, you're going to address the same circumstances in different uh, environments and differences. Well, like you know, everybody faces the same. Billionaires have had the same problems as you know, uh, poor people. You know, it, it it's just the way they dealt with them. You know, same issue addressed differently. And speaking on that, um, lastly, you know, maybe you're being dismissive because maybe you don't want to ruin a good time by speaking about a heavy topic that you know you've tried to talk about before and it usually gets a little tense and you're like well we're out having a good time right now you know let's just not do this right now because we know when we talk about the kids or when we talk about money or when we talk about your mom or your dad uh it just gets tight and this is just not the time right now. Effort, you never know why that your partner feel like it's so important to um, speak on that matter at that very moment. But 
you know, sometimes you can come off as vague, you know, come off as vague. And this is a dangerous one because like the article says, this one seems a little strange, like, but hear me out. If your partner asks for your opinion, feedback, or just a general response from you, and you're constantly vague, that can come across as dismissive. Why? Because relationships are a two-way street. She says your partner is reaching out to you because they value your insight and your perspective. So if you provide vague or non-commental answers, Mm -hmm. it sends the message that either you don't care or um, enough to form a actual response or that you're that you weren't listening closely to the conversation i mean either way uh this comes across as disrespectful mm-hmm. what do you think i agree i mean i see that happen a lot with um you know ladies with their men you know like certain things that uh you know us ladies like to include our, our spouse with you know like, babe, what color you think I should get my nails done today? You know, you like this one, this periwinkle, or you like this, this lime green? You know, and it's like most guys, yeah, y'all would be like, but you get what I'm saying? It was like, okay, say that's a good example because say you know, and I know, uh, like there's these certain things that you just know is just probably it starts off you know what i mean you like you already know where this is going most guys can relate if the girl's like you know but which earrings you think i should wear um the big loop ones or the power to the people ones and you're like i know if i don't pick the right one this this not going in very well so let me make you know let, let me try to give an answer that forces her to choose herself. Yeah, you know, I think either one looks great. I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna go with the power of the people. Yeah, go with the power of the people. I think that one's great. Because <laughs> you already know that's gonna spill into some other stuff. So you just like, listen, it's not even worth it. <laughs> I mean, it, regardless, the whole point is, you know, the the fact that and you know the the men is like, well. Sh- I don't know why y'all even asking me that. You know, it's it's just like well said. You want to include your partner. I mean, it's your partner. You want to include them, and and that's just something that may mean something to you know that the woman like we we like to look good and things of that nature so you know like you know i want to add your taste to it or add your you know your inside to it what you think you know so i mean it's it's just basically like letting letting that person in and, and being interested or showing some type of interest in there you know um especially when i mean i know i'm pretty sure the ladies we you know look good because we want to look good but mm-hmm. on top of that we expect our spouse to be like oh baby i like that color on you too you know that you're like oh you like it babe you know mm-hmm. you we like that stuff so we include our partner as well and i agree you know um having that vague response or like that Mm, like that that can be disrespectful and that can make the other person feel bad and as as my wife loves to say that's a turn off 
you know <laughs> <laughs> the vague answers is the turn off you know so you definitely i mean just you got to see it as you're you know it's two people coming together as one you got to understand in a relationship it's very important that i mean it's nice when we have things in common but you know things that don't mean that much to you just because it don't mean that much to you doesn't mean that it's the same for your partner so be supportive of one another and maybe if you try and understand what they see in something that doesn't mean that much to you you might come to value their you know what brought them to that feeling about it and why it means so much to them enough to respect a good response to you know uh those things mm-hmm. so uh I, 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 <clears throat> this is one of those situations where i didn't necessarily lie but it sounds like i lied because i said that was the last one but the last one is this one actually um being avoidant um is a way that can come off as dismissive and uh some people you know again the intention is well like you know hey i'm just trying to keep us together here like you know and this is another one like it says in the article this is another one that's a little more subtle um if you're avoidant it doesn't mean that you're avoiding your partner though if you are that's probably a sign of a bigger problem which you know therapy might be a good idea but that you're 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 prone to avoiding conflict and issues and some people think it's healthy like dodging you know conflict or issues rather than facing them and if you're constantly avoiding talking about the the heavy stuff in your relationship it can come across like you're dismissing your relationship as a whole and if something is important to you you have to be willing to face issues and work on them avoiding things only lets things brew and it can send the message to your partner that you don't value the union mm-hmm. now if, you know if you feel like this type of thing applies to you as she says don't freak out seriously um it's just time to assess your behavior and work on being more active and engaged in your relationship why because communication can be hard like let's just let's face it it can be difficult but it should only strengthen your bond same goes for working through issues and talking about the things that cause you stress or concern because relationships are about a lot of fun things but also about support and openness dismissing your partner may seem harmless or even helpful in the moment but in the long term it can cause more harm than good mm-hmm. i agree like i said <clears throat> guys it's it's timing for everything because i mean it's easier said than done for because I'm, I'm pretty sure some people out here and we're gonna want to get your feedback on this guys so definitely uh let us know what you think but i know some people out there that's like well man yeah you you saying all that quell the music and all this and i, I get it i try but um Listen, you ain't talk to my partner, okay? You have a conversation with her or him. It's like you talking to, you know, somebody that just don't got no feelings. They got a brick wall. Like, they don't know how to talk to you. You know, it's like, so it's like, how, how do you, how do you, at that point, like, how do you, you know, how do you not 
sometimes say, okay, well, okay, it's, it's, it's getting to the point where I know myself, I'm mm-hmm. not going to respond, but I do want us to talk about this. So what do you do? I know some people, that's, you know, you analyze your partner. That's the matter. And you analyze your partner and you, you figure out, you know what? The girl probably thinking, I know when I should talk to him. Or he like, I know when I should talk to her. You know, she like when I cook or that, you know, whatever, you know, that meatloaf or, you know, mashed potatoes or something. You know, that, that tender, you know, she be all sweet to me. So let me cook that for and then we could probably talk. You know what I'm saying? Things of that nature. So you know, like, this is not a good time to talk to my partner. Or the female might be like, shoot, when I put that purple lingerie on, he tend to be a little soft to me. So let me put that on then I'll talk to him. You get what I'm saying? You know when it's a good time to talk to your partner. So it's not bad at all it, to no, not talk about nothing, certain things at the nothing, time. Nothing at all. And y'all, y'all let me know. Nothing at all in this article insinuated that it was bad to talk later. It simply said it's not okay for later to be the go-to escape button that every time things get tough we just later 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 at some point you have to realize gee the only time we can talk is when she put on that purple lingerie or only time we can talk is when he cooked that meatloaf specialty is that really healthy you said well it's getting the job done for us so well we ain't say it gotta be every time either for that, that y'all we just the, said something that's the whole <laughs> if you if you understand the article you understand we that's what all we're, that's all that's being said okay, is that well. there has to be a balance there has to be a respect you know like and if you're doing these well things we understand that if you're doing these things unknowingly these are some of the things that you should know may be coming off as dismissive to your partner and if it applies to you um you need to go back to the drawing board and and figure out a way to grow your relationship because it might be going in a in a uh might be going left pretty soon well yeah you already know if you're being dismissive constantly then that's not going to be good because too much of anything isn't good um except for alkalinity at all but But (laughs) it's, it's unfair to say that you should just like it's like it's a light switch you just turn off but I'm just saying, like, I don't think being dismissive is healthy at all. And I don't think it's being dismissive if you say, oh, we can talk about it later. This is not a good time. I don't think it's being dismissive, again, if you're analyzing your own situation, like you said, and you're like, okay, well, I know that this is not a good time. He just lost his mother or, um, you know, she just, you know, something crazy just happened and, and we're, we're bringing up a heavy top. That's just obviously not a good time for anybody, mostly. So we, you understand well, those intense situations. Obviously, the whole point is you have to analyze your own situation and have discernment as to when is a good time and when's not a good time. And by analyzing that, if you're saying the only time is good is when you do these particular things and there's never been an off time where, you know, you you were able to just talk about something, even if it like if the conversation is difficult. It's just going to be difficult. And if it's not a matter of tempers flaring and it's just a matter of you don't know how to have this conversation without it just being intense, it's never going to not be intense. So at some point, when high balloon, it takes that couple eight years, 10 years, 
that would be the growth of your relationships and if you can get past that you can hit a new level in your relationship to say wow we got past uh, uh, it's just like J.R. Smith I love basketball analogies it's just like J.R. Smith they went back and got J.R. soon as they found out their backup point guard wasn't going to be able to play Rundle's not going to be able to play um, starting point guard Rundle and backup <clears throat> not going to be able to play they're not going to be there in the bubble they went and got J.R. Smith out of you know free agency and they said, why J.R. Smith? I mean, he hasn't played in the NBA in like two years. Why go get him just because he's LeBron's best friend? That and he's the only person LeBron respects enough that can have those tough conversations. When you're dealing with people that may be like, that's another thing. If your partner has a different mindset, like above the average, like you're talking about greatness operates differently. I'm trying to tell you. Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, LeBron, these people, I imagine, weren't normal relationships if you had a relationship with them because they think differently. So, J.R. Smith said, I'm not afraid to have those tough conversations. Most people shy away from it when LeBron gets to talking crazy and, and people get in their feelings and be like, listen, I want to I want to trade. Nobody's going to talk to me like that. He's not afraid to get back in LeBron's face and say, hey, listen, man, you know, yeah, I messed up, okay? I, I thought there was more time on the clock. Whatever, man, you know, Let's have this talk. What do you want to do, LeBron? Instead of saying, nah, man, you know, everybody made mistakes, man. You ain't going to be going to the public talking, you know, making a mockery out of me. He's he's sat nose to nose with him and had that tough conversation. And I think at some point in order to grow, you're going to have to someday be able to say, you know what? I got past that point where I had to keep saying later, later, later. And we finally found a way to get and have those tough conversations and it's so healthy it's so healthy like like i was saying what what quest said earlier which i was trying to touch on before he went on because i didn't want to lose it but um if i can remember basically like he was saying if if a person lost their mom at that at that time you're trying to talk about something that you guys have been dealing with you know that's not a good time you brought it up and you see he's like kicking the cat but it's normal normal behavior at that time you have to dismiss that conversation it's yeah. dismissing it you're dismissed so being like like i was saying it's appropriate to be dismissive at some things at certain times quell said quell said y'all and i know y'all hear this heard this I'm, quote said dismissive is not good at all no that's not being dismissive that that's what you're confusing saying at that moment where it's clearly not a good time that somebody like just as an example someone just lost their mother who in the world is going to like what psychologist is going to blame that individual or say oh you're being dismissive like you're not being you're actually being mindful of their emotions at that point because you're saying i know you just lost your mother well i know that's that is tough. dismissing the conversation no, it's, what are you that like, means you're you're, you're saying you're all right miss, later we're going what, to talk about this so you're dismissing the conversation that, you're missing the whole article here the whole article of you may be dismissive is if you're doing these things unknowingly to strategically with discernment say this is like 
seriously out of all times like people mother don't die every day like the same person has 18 mothers or something like you have one mother one father and that person is gone like this is clearly for no one I don't care if you're Tony Robbins this is not a good time to talk about something that is touchy right that's the point it's dismissing the conversation but but in a appropriate way but it's not necessarily being dismissive it's being it's actually being what we would consider uh, considerate like of the other person it's the opposite like when you're being dismissive you're being inconsiderate of someone's feelings when you're doing it in this manner where you're like you know what dude you just lost your mom this is not a good time you're being considerate of that person's feelings so are you because guys this this dismissing basically means you're not going like you're you know exiting it's it's not you know you're moving forward not dealing with that is technically what's happening you're not, it's not however not dealing with it it's that at the moment not a good time at the moment but it's not being dismissive it's like you're you're like okay i don't want to talk about it that there is no later there is no you know we'll get to it there is a let's just not do it because you know you said that's what dismissive is that's what the that's what the whole gist of this article was i'm glad we oh so hold on hold on so because because this is for my clarity i'm thinking because what i was speaking of earlier is when you are saying you don't want to talk about something at the moment Mm -mm. that it's okay so if you're Mm -mm. saying oh you're not gonna talk about this ever again and you're just gonna like forget it then okay yeah that's that's not yeah so yeah well at that point then yeah i mean i'm thinking you're talking about something else but I think it's okay for people to say, hey, this is not a good time and no, we should talk about this right. later. Absolutely. See, that's where you got confused. It was like people, you have people who use that just to cut the conversation and it doesn't come back later or it doesn't, there's no getting back to it. It's just their way of escaping the pressure. And every time it comes, it's like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Oh, this is not a good time. This is not a good time. Then the not a good time you try another time and it's oh yeah yeah it's not a good time it's not a good time because it gets tense every time they talk about it so they just keep hitting the escape that's being dismissive that's not like you're avoiding you're trying to escape dealing with the actual problem okay so at that point i mean i don't i don't think anybody would disagree with that here i mean i'm what i was thinking he was saying or what i was you know what i grasped was that being saying that it's not a good time waiting for later he was saying that that's not okay because i'm thinking that yeah you need to do that sometimes it's going to be healthy actually doing it like that sometimes um so what what miss higgins was saying in the article was that it was actually okay to sometimes say okay well we're gonna talk about this later and actually do that later And then sometimes deal with it right then and there. Um, If you're not at that point where you can deal with it right then and there, that needs to be a relationship goal. Because there's like, no matter what, if you're like, okay, well, this will just be our thing. Doesn't make it healthy. Doesn't make it healthy. That should not be a problem for anybody to like at some point be able to deal with your problems directly. That should be like a mark of growth, of maturity, of you know expanding your mind 
looking beyond the petty things and being able to fake that is incredible that's inspirational growth in a relationship so again it's not saying that you know talking about it later is being dismissive no saying you're going to talk about it later just to end the conversation because it's intense is dismissive no um so basically guys to sum it all up um if you feel like it's something that you like you have a subject that you want to talk to your partner about and you start talking to your partner and it's not it's just not getting there uh if your partner is saying things like oh you're just being emotional uh you know how you women are you get emotional or you know um you know this this, this is not important things of that nature you might just be like okay this clearly is not a good time to talk about this we'll talk about it later and you have the intention to talk about it later and you do or you know it's taking a while don't feel like you are how can I put it because you know for those that's out there I just want you guys to know that you're being you know being spoken and I'm I'm vouching for y'all you know what I'm saying for those that's out there that's probably like well I'm trying to talk to my spouse but it's not getting through to my spouse so what the heck do y'all want from me you know so it's like you try but you you know you like he said it just is it gotta be a goal that you and your your partner comes you know you get to at some point because I just I understand that it's just sometimes it's not a good time to talk about certain things and you want you want to get to that point where you can talk about it and get through it so don't feel bad if you have to you know say okay clearly if your your spouse is just not being receptive because that is going to take two it's going to take two to get to get whatever issue it is that you guys are dealing with to get through it it's not going to be a one-man job um so if it's not getting through to the next party then you have to you know move forward until the next time you can talk about it was that's just confirming everything that was said no i'm just letting the people know that hey because i i want them to be clear that that's what's happening what's being said i i'm pretty clear when i speak uh if anybody has any problem i'm pretty sure there's somebody out there that thought quality music was saying something else because everybody is not uh, again Everybody's have that not same you. mentality but so, there are some people that have that same okay. mentality so well, i'm speaking to well, them what i'm saying we'll give them a chance to respond and tell me because i'm not afraid to make a and even so then i'm just tell, letting them know if somebody if y'all like I if said, they're listening letting y'all them know. listening if you're having any trouble um you know you know unraveling or or ciphering through what i'm saying if i'm speaking in some kind of codex to you then let me know and um, I'll let you know with a podcast that probably be good for you, cause that's just me. But guys, Quad <laughs> uh, Music got this. I apologize for him even now, y'all, because he is he got this bad. Again, it's something that the culture listen, got the culture listen, gotta you got, heal from. You got Joe so. Button. You got all it, kinds it, of what Deja got one, Tip got listen, one. Listen, listen, y'all, we love y'all. O N W O. He he. No, we we healing. We healing the no, culture. We no, healing. 
be patient. Don't downplay it. No, it's, it's the reality, guys. Listen, listen. You you don't listen to us because we sound like somebody else. You listen to us because we are who we are. It's a radio personnel for a reason. Your personality brought to the microphone. And if y'all already rocking with us, you know how we roll. Then you expect. You know what you what you're getting. This is what you expect. This is what you tune in for. You don't turn this on to hear Oprah. You don't turn this on to hear Ellen or, or, or Joe Budden. You turn this on to hear Quell the Music and Isha E. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. So this is what I bring to you. And you understand if you know me, fans that know me, fam that know me, you know I'm not going to get on here and just like, you know, stir you all wrong and all backwards. This ain't even come from me. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm getting something I feel is healthy. It's good. We can have fun with it. We can talk about it. I'm going to bring my personality to it. Everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. I'm sarcastic. You know, it's a little part of what I do. Mm-hmm. But um, we, we really enjoy uh, doing what we do here. And we thank you guys so much for listening. Those that listen all the way to the end. Absolutely love you. Um, appreciate you. We're moving this thing to, to different platforms. You know, this can be heard on iTunes, you know, your little Apple Store, um, Spotify, uh, put it on your playlist. Um, we, we we keeping it coming. OMWO, we're growing. We we plan on doing a lot of things in the communities. Uh, we have so much set up, man. It's just it's a lot more than just conversation. We actually taking some action. So if you guys want to be a part of that, please um, head us up, follow us on social media platforms. Again, at Coil the Music. And it's your girl, Isha E. We do love you guys. And I thank you so much for listening, being patient with us. It's, uh, you know, we're, we're, it's just the beginning. And we are going to do some wonderful things. Um, we have a lot more things coming for OMWO. I'm excited, guys. I mean, uh, oh, my gosh. The police, the police. We plan on changing the world, y'all, especially for the culture. So, I mean, stay with us, support us, because we we coming, y'all. We we rising. Ain't no way up but from here. Ain't no way up but from here. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, y'all know what I'm saying. <laughs> Stop playing. But yeah, it's your girl Isha E. This is Boy Quell the Music, and uh, until next time, we out. <laughs> <laughs>